Remember what Doc Brown said at the end of Back to the Future 3. He said, it means your future hasn't been written yet. No one's has. Your future is whatever you make of it. So make it a good one. Yet we stress about controlling our future through action or non-action. Decisions whether active or passive can affect any outcome in our destiny. But we tend to omit God in our plans. Now, Doc Brown probably does not believe in God, and yet, through his and Marty's actions, using the DeLorean time machine, created a future that altered their perception of a reality they knew. It takes going back to 1955 again to change the outcome and return to the status quo of the 1985 altered by Marty in the first film. As we see, even after all the events in all three movies, Doc Brown still says that the future is not written. Oh, the lessons in character development transcend all main characters in all three films. But the end result is the same. The future is what you make of it. However, while it is known that we cannot control the future, having God as a guide can make most future endeavors easier to manage. Now, the reason for having God on your side is simple. God is wishing you to achieve greatness in your life, both present and future. God does not care about your past because that cannot be altered. God's plan for you is to achieve the level of greatness in your life. And sometimes it means you need to leave. It could be a toxic relationship, a situation, or anything. Abraham in the Old Testament had three encounters with God. Then, God told Abraham to leave the area he lived in. God told Abraham, leave your country, your family, your father's home for a land that I will show you. I'll make you a great nation and bless you. I'll make you famous. You'll be a blessing. I'll bless those who bless you. Those who curse you, I'll curse. All the families of earth will be blessed through you. So... Abraham just left as God said, and Lot left with him. Abraham was 65 years old when he left Haran. If you notice in the passage that God tells Abraham or Abram, leave your country, your family, or your father's home. It sounds like going to college, right? Well, sometimes we need to leave one place to expand our experiences. And if you read the text, God does not tell Abraham the future in great detail. All God says is Abraham and his descendants will be blessed and will show Abraham the location of a new home. What God does not do is describe in detail the lay of the land, what the blessing entails, or even tells Abraham what to pack. Yet with just a simple faith in God will provide everything else. Abraham left the comfort of his family's home for a new one. So, Today, why do we doubt the hint from God that we need to leave our comfort zone with ease, without knowing about the future? First, and the most glaring, just from the previous passage, is that we are more concerned by our senses than going on faith. Because if we cannot touch, taste, feel, hear, or even understand what will happen in the future, we basically get into a mental fetal position and halt any movement. This panic about the unknown will stunt your growth as a human. When I was 20, I decided to move to Florida from California to be with my ex-wife who was stationed there at the time. 
It was the best decision I made. I gained a world of experience, met a great many people, and learned many lessons. And those lessons are still with me today. In my experience, and from reading Hebrews chapter 11, verses 8 through 9, venturing into the unknown is worth it. By an act of faith, Abraham said yes to God's call to travel to an unknown place that would become his home. When he left, he had no idea where he was going. By an act of faith, he lived in the country promised him, lived as a stranger, camping in tents. Now, I did not know, just as Abraham did not know, what the future held. We both could have failed or succeeded. It is this fear of failure that paralyzes us. This fear stems from not trusting God with our future. You know, faith, trust, and some pixie dust for you Peter Pan fans is what will build your future. Your faith and trust in God to help you overcome the fears of the future is beneficial. Now, I still have some fears, but I trust God through faith in his abilities to ensure I make decisions that will either teach me a lesson or grow in my faith. Now, Jesus taught this trust to the people in Galilee at the beginning of his ministry. And uh, here's a long passage alert here. You're going to have to sit back and relax for this one. If you decide for God, living a life of God worship, it follows that you don't fuss about what's on the table at mealtimes or whether the clothes in your closet are in fashion. There are far more things in your life than food put in your stomach, more to your outer appearance than the clothes you hang on your body. Look at the birds, free and unfettered, not tied down to a job description, careless in the care of God, and you count far more to him than birds. Has anyone by fussing in front of the mirror ever gotten taller by so much as an inch? All this time and money wasted on fashion, do you think it makes that much difference? Instead of looking at the fashions, walk out into the fields and look at the wildflowers. They never primp or shop, but they have but have you ever seen color and design quite like it? The ten best dressed men and women in the country look shabby alongside them. If God gives such attention to the appearance of wildflowers, most of which are never ever seen, don't you think he'll attend to you, take pride in you, to his best for you? What I'm trying to do here is to get you to relax, to not be so preoccupied with getting, so you can respond to God's giving. People who don't know God and the way he works fuss over these things. But you know both God and how he works. Steep your life in God's reality, God initiative, God provisions. Don't worry about missing out. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met. Give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. And don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when the time comes. Now it's almost like the chorus from the song Don't Stop by Fleetwood Mac. What Jesus said in this long passage is pretty much shortened to Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. Don't stop. It'll soon be here. It'll be here better than before. Yesterday's gone. 
yesterday is gone. Now, you may think that this lyric is talking about trying to plan the future, but it really is more involved. Now, while you should think about the future, don't try to predict it because your future plans are based on your past. Don't fret about what the next moment will incur. Let God be your co-pilot in helping you in the future. Because using the past to predict the future has led to housing, banking, and social crisis. And as Lindsay Buckingham and Christy McVeigh sang, yesterday's gone, yesterday's gone. And this is why we need to trust God for our future. We base our future on our past experiences. We subconsciously say to ourselves, my, my past controls my future. Total hogwash. Abraham was in his 70s when God told him to move. I was in my 20s when I drove 3,000 miles to Florida. Unlike Abraham, I did not get to see or hear God. I did not have a deep-rooted faith in God when I left home, unlike Abraham. I felt the need to leave California. God does not care about your past. He does not care what you did. His goal is for you to be the best person in your community and in the world. Sometimes that means leaving one place, job or country, to grow and prosper. Until next time.